Another impressive victory for Missouri basketball. Just how good is this team? And plus, Missouri defensive coordinator Blake Baker has some regrets, so let's talk about this and more coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball, your team every day. And this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And yes, another really impressive and frankly fun basketball game yesterday in Columbia, Missouri. That's really the biggest takeaway so far. Basketball is really, really fun again at Mizzou Arena. I don't know. It's been a long time since we've honestly been able to say that, especially this early in the season. So, number one, we're off to a great start here. Offensively, Missouri's playing excellent basketball. They're sharing the ball. They're having multiple guys playing excellent high efficiency in terms of shooting, What more can you ask there? And even the defense, well, this previous game had left to be desired the first few games in a lot of different ways. Well, this was by far the best Missouri has played defensively so far. Certainly, they're not going to be able to trap each and every opponent as aggressively as Missouri did against SIU Edwardsville yesterday. But what I liked is that Dennis Gates clearly discovered something that was working, and he just relentlessly went after it against Edwardsville. Those traps were incredibly effective, and Gates just never let up on it whatsoever to the tune of 21 turnovers forced by Missouri against Edwardsville. So excellent coaching there, I thought. And by the way, another thing about offense, inbounds plays are no longer a struggle. I thought Martin, Conzo Martin, of course, Did better on that in the previous season, but so often Missouri's inbounds plays in the last few seasons were relegated to just, hey, let's throw it to half court 40 feet away under the baseline under our own basket, and that's the best we can do. We can't possibly set something up to get an easy basket. Oh, no, we're just going to struggle to even get it in. That has not been the case so far this season for Missouri basketball. Another thing that is really encouraging and I think is indicative of how improved this team is from last year, well, Kobe Brown committed a couple silly fouls, I thought, early in the ball game and ended up sitting for the rest of the first half. Ended up only playing eight minutes, according to Ken Palm, their box score. 12 points, though, in those eight minutes for Brown, but obviously the Missouri offense did just fine thank you very much without Kobe and in previous years frankly Missouri couldn't get along without Kobe Brown especially last year they relied a lot on him to create his own offense well now you've got five guys out there basically at all times who can create their own offense it's really really fun to watch and you can just imagine 
possibly in future years if Dennis Gates recruits at the level that he's aspiring to. Well, just imagine some top 25 type players nationally fitting into a system where you look at a guy like Sean East, who is really quick off the dribble. I mean, nobody could really do anything with him yesterday because once he got past his man, well, there's no real help there. When you have a guy like Demoy Hodge hitting it as hot as he was yesterday, Noah Carter hitting over 40% from three, Nick Honor hitting over 40% from three. Again, this Missouri offense is not only effective right now, but just really, really fun to watch. And it all feels sustainable, too. That's the best part. Every single night, you've got guys who can get hot. And again, Gates seems to be able to ride the hot hand, just like he rode the hot hand on defense with the trapping. Well, hey, let's get Demoy Hodge that basketball. They certainly got him a lot more shots than he's gotten in any other game so far, and with good reason. Now, impressively, I've talked a lot about Missouri's three-point shooting, but really, it's the two-point shooting that has really shined. Missouri's three-point shooting has certainly improved significantly this season, no doubt about that, just in terms of percentages. But the two-point shooting, well, top 15 so far in the country. That's because they're getting a lot of easy shots that three-point shooting, that improved shooting, the spacing that's around the court. Again, like I said, guys like Sean East, Trey Gomillion slashing in there. It's just they're getting easy shots because of how this offense is set up and guys' willingness to share the basketball. How good is this team going to be? Well, I think that remains to be seen. All I know is at Mizzou Arena this season, especially as more and more people start coming out and realizing, hey, this is a fun product right now, we're going to be a real problem in the Southeastern Conference at home this year. Now, how good is this team going to be on the road? I think that definitely remains to be seen. But at the very least, Missouri's going to be a really tough out at Mizzou Arena this year. And at the very least, this is good basketball, ladies and gentlemen, and a lot of fun to watch. So, so far, so good in terms of the Gates-Young era at Missouri. And speaking of Kobe Brown's foul trouble, I thought it was once again notable. Aiden Shaw, your first big guy off the bench. He was also, the other night in a close ball game, one of the six guys that Coach Gates was trusting in crunch time. So, although nothing that... Steps Nothing in the box score, I should say, for Aiden Shaw last night. 14 minutes, scored a couple points, grabbed three rebounds. Nothing crazy there in the box score, but to me, once again, I think that shows the trust that Gates has in him for such a young, inexperienced player. And to me, just everything I see about Shaw, I just continue to be impressed. He just checks a lot of boxes, has a good shot. Athletic as heck, obviously. Good energy, plays hard, and also just seems like he has a good attitude as well. Seems like he vibes well with the teammates, good body language, all that good stuff. So all the returns so far for Aiden Shaw are really encouraging. And by the way, another guy whose returns have been wildly encouraging so far, there's a lot of those guys. But to me, Trey Gomillion is so much better than I expected him to be. I figured he'd be a good energy guy, a good glue guy, good teammate, all of that good stuff. And so far, he definitely appears to be that. But he's also a much better offensive player than than I was expecting, for whatever reason, just coming from 
a lower a lower class of, of basketball, I guess, lower division, if you will. Not lower division, but just, you know, lower major. Not a high major SEC kind of deal. Coming from Cleveland State with his coach, Dennis Gates, already, I just wasn't expecting this kind of player. He's more athletic than I thought he'd be. He's a really good passer, and obviously he's been knocking down shots at, a, at an incredible rate so far. So Trey Gomillion, been really impressed with him so far. It was also really encouraging to see Isaiah Mosley get his longest run of minutes so far on this young season. So let's talk about Isaiah's game yesterday. But first, today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. And yes, these days a lot of people are looking to hire, but how do you find the right candidates? Well, in my mind, the fastest, easiest, and most effective way to do it is LinkedIn Jobs. Hey, if you've already got a LinkedIn profile, it's as simple as adding your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile. That will spread the word that you're in the business of hiring. It's why small businesses love LinkedIn, quite honestly. It's just the simple ease of it to to narrow down the candidates you want to talk to, the most qualified people possible. Once again, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for making Locked On Mizzou your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the the scoreboard and behind the scenes. With local experts and insights, only Locked On can provide. That's Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get a finer podcast. And it's looking like Isaiah Mosley starting to settle in as one of the finer guards that you would expect to see here in the Southeastern Conference. I thought yesterday, not only did Mosley get his biggest share of the minutes yesterday, 23 minutes, got up 10 shots as well for 10 points, I thought he looked just much more comfortable. I thought he found the balance between playing within the offense and getting his own shot at times couple really nice shots, in fact. I thought once or twice maybe, ooh, that shot was a little quicker than maybe Coach Gates wanted, and I expected Gates to come maybe yank him perhaps, but no, he left him out there and let him play through it, try to try to find that balance. And again, Mosley actually tied for second on the team in minutes last night with Noah Carter behind, of course, the team MVP, Demoy Hodge, who had 30 points on the night. But Speaking of Noah Carter, one thing about Missouri so far, I do wonder a little bit if how, how sustainable some of their three-point shooting has been because you take a look at Noah Carter, and he's just playing a little bit different of a style than he ever played at Northern Iowa. For instance, so far this season, believe it or not, Noah Carter, who is one of Missouri's forwards, one of their ostensible big guys, if you will, well, he's actually taken more three-pointers on the season than he has twos. And if he's going to continue to shoot nearly 43% 
on threes. Well, we'll take that, but only 9 of 21, right? That's a really small sample size so far. And Actually, if you look at Northern Iowa, Carter last season was just 36 of 128 from three for 28%. So not a very good number there. 28% is a heck of a lot different than 43. So I would suspect that we'll see that at least get to be in the middle. Now, Noah Carter also doesn't have to be the number one option, for instance, offensively, as I suspect he was for Northern Iowa the past couple seasons. So that's one thing. He should be getting better and easier shots. Again, just watch this team play. Good ball movement, good spacing. These are good shots that Carter is taking. So the quality of these shots could be a lot better, especially when you consider that Missouri, have we even had anything close to a shot clock violation so far? I was saying Isaiah Mosley in the preseason, well, hey, here's a guy you can throw it to at the end of the shot clock. Missouri almost never gets to the end of the shot clock before they get one up. So that isn't an issue either. It just, again, speaks to the quality of shots that Missouri is getting as a team. So part of this could definitely be, hey, he's knocking down easier shots, but I do think that number is going to come down a little bit. But if he shoots 35 36%, we'll take that. I just wouldn't suspect that we're going to be seeing him shoot like Marcus Denman all year. And by the way, if you're wondering... Why I haven't talked about Missouri football yet? Well, maybe it's because the New Mexico State game isn't really doing a lot for me. In fact, this entire week of college football, especially when it comes to the Southeastern Conference, leaves me pretty cold. Anytime you're deep into November and you're playing meaningless non-conference football, as Missouri's doing against New Mexico State, as Alabama is doing against Austin P, as as LSU is doing against UAB. I mean, if you're LSU and Alabama, you're coming off that classic game. How, how can UAB and Austin P actually compare? Boy, that was that rhymed accidentally. That was pretty poetic. Well done on my part. But yeah, you can you can buy seven dollar tickets to go see Alabama play this weekend. You can buy five dollar tickets to watch Missouri play this weekend. Who is this good for? Why not just have a second bye week if this is what you're going to do? Heck, I could use some time off to clean out my garage, for example. In fact, all you married guys out there, if you're going to skip a a week of football, make it this one. Head to the Missouri game, but don't watch any of those games in the morning. You're not going to get anything accomplished anyway. All you single guys, yes, I hate to say it, sacrifices are going to be made someday if you get married. But here's the thing, folks. Hopefully, Missouri will get plenty of young guys into the football game. Maybe that'll be the advantage of it. And yes, maybe we'll get to see Sam Horn finally as well. See what all the all the hubbub is about with that young man. But you know what? Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Yes, our friends at Bet Online have Missouri now a 29 point favorite over New Mexico State with a total of 46. Yes, it's tempting to always take the under on Missouri games. I'm not sure I have a great feeling on this one as far as the over under goes. I don't think New Mexico State is going to score a lot of points. I would certainly tend toward the under, but it feels like our friends at Bet Online have figured out that trend. But you know what? 
You can get an edge plenty of other places. So check it all out at Bet Online, whether it's the World Cup, baseball, basketball, football, golf, tennis, combat sports. It's all there at Bet Online, where the game starts. Mizzou defensive coordinator Blake Baker talked with the media the other day, and he said the Jalen Hyatt 68-yard touchdown, the one where he lined up in the backfield, this is after that beautiful Brady Cook pass to Dominic Lovett for a touchdown, made it 28-24 to Tennessee with the lead. Unfortunately, again, the first offensive snap by Heupel, and that Tennessee offense resulted in a huge play where Missouri just lost sight of Jalen Hyatt and Blake Baker for his part said he should have called a timeout when Tennessee came out with a formation with Hyatt lined up in the backfield. Apparently that's something they really either hadn't been prepared for, or just they had the wrong call on the field for that type of play. He said, not calling a timeout there to change the coverage. In fact, left him up all night. And while that certainly was a game, it felt like a, a, a back-breaking play. Game-changing, well, that's going a little far, considering not only Tennessee would score the next 38 points, that play included, but certainly it was a backbreaker. Missouri was, it just felt like Missouri was a little bit fortunate, perhaps, or you want to just say hanging on by the skin of their teeth in that ball game for it to even be 28-24 mid about mid-third quarter, I'll just say that certainly I don't blame Blake Baker for ruining the game for Missouri or anything like that, but just in general, I think it shows that that's a good use of a timeout. If you think, oh no, what is happening here? We are unprepared for this. By all means, use that timeout then as opposed to Missouri at the end of the first half, they take a timeout with them, essentially, except you can't take them with them, of course. They just light a timeout on fire. That's why I'd much rather, while you'd like to have ideally all your timeouts, the end of a game for a, a situation where you're driving, trying to catch up, more often than not, that isn't going to be the situation. So let's try to win the game when we can and not wait for an end game scenario that statistically is not likely to happen. And once again, Missouri is going to do its senior day celebration a week early this season as to avoid the Thanksgiving Day break, give all the Missouri students a chance to see senior day, among other things. But that that means that there's still going to be some mystery, though. Who is coming back next season? Who is going to take advantage of that free 2020 season, that year of eligibility? Well, we have a couple definites so far. Chad Bailey is going to come back, the linebacker. Good news there. Isaiah McGuire, on the other hand, confirmed that this is certainly going to be his last year with the Tigers, and he's going to enter the NFL draft. So obviously, best of luck to him. And for Blake Baker's part, he says, hey, I encourage anybody who's a projected first three three round pick to go secure the bag go get paid and go get that money right it's a life-changing amount of money so I, I completely agree with his philosophy and well perhaps Darius Robinson will test the waters in the NFL draft the Missouri inside defensive tackle 
Well, according to Baker, though, he thinks another year with the Tigers would do Darius Robinson a lot of good, and he can, in fact, be a first or second round draft pick in 2024 if Robinson comes back next season. So, again, Missouri with a lot of potential production that could return next season on defense and a lot that could be leaving out the door because of that free COVID year, whether they choose to take it or not, and even guys like Chris Abrams drain. Perhaps he could test the waters of the NFL draft. I'm not necessarily expecting that, but I don't think it's impossible either. So something definitely to keep your eye on if you're a Missouri fan. All right. Thanks as always for checking out Locked on Mizzou and making it your first listen. Now check out Lost Locked on Sports today with the biggest stories in sports, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. That's Locked On Sports Today, available on Odyssey, YouTube, and wherever you get yo podcasts. So, until next time, I'm John Miller, and thanks for listening to Locked on Mizzou.